Hey, what's up, you guys? I'm Avery, and today I'm going to be talking about why our government is severely broken. No government is perfect. That's a given. Our government, however, needs to be redone for the benefit of our people and for the benefit of our immigrants. Every year, an average of 36,000 people die from guns. About 321,500 people are sexually assaulted or raped, and about 10 million people are arrested. And I'm here to talk about it. Abortion. What is often seen as murdering an innocent baby, a poor soul, a lonely baby crying out for help, Mama, Mama, please help! Or is it? Now, abortion is a tricky subject for some, so let's tread lightly. First and foremost, abortion is defined as the deliberate termination of a human pregnancy, most often performed performed during the first 28 weeks of pregnancy. But what does it mean for people to have an abortion? Well, getting an abortion is a long and often difficult process. Each state legally has to have at least one abortion clinic. One. What does that mean for the people of Texas, Colorado, Montana? These states are huge, and they are only required to have one abortion clinic? That is insane. On top of that, they are expensive. $1,500 at the least. You could also face alienation from family and friends who don't believe in abortion. Now, I can't talk about abortion without talking about the whole debate surrounding it. The people who don't support the right to an abortion call themselves pro-life, and the people who do support the right to an abortion call themselves pro-choice. The pro-lifers believe that even before 28 weeks, an eggplant-sized fetus is in fact a living, breathing baby. The pro-choice people believe that women shouldn't have the right to an abortion. The problem with the whole thing is that pro-lifers have been known to shoot up Planned Parenthoods, which is the main, overall, clinic for abortion. Which leads to the most obvious question, if you're so pro-life, why would you shoot up a hospital? The answer to that is that they aren't pro-life. They're pro-birth. They love and care for that baby until it is born, and then they just don't care. How many pro-lifers have you seen volunteering at a homeless shelter? Fostering children, donating charities that help families with poverty? This is even though about 3% of Planned Parenthood services each year are actual abortions, 42% of Planned Parenthood services are STI testing and treating, 34% is contraception, 11% is other women's health services, 9% is cancer screening and preventing cancer, 3% is abortions, and 1% is the other services, such as hormone replacement therapy for trans people, and yet they're worried about the 3%. How could you be so selfish? How could you? protesting outside their clinics, calling the women who go in the murderers, baby killers? How does that apply to women who would die if they had that fetus? If the baby would only live for a few minutes before dying, that baby would know nothing but pain before it died, and the mother would have to live through the trauma of having her baby die in her arms, and all you're worried about is you. Women shouldn't be ashamed for having abortion. It's not like, oh no, I'm pregnant for the second time this month, time to make my daily trip to Planned Parenthood. Abortions are expensive. They're physically very hard on the body. And they did defund Planned Parenthood, which is another very sad development, but it did happen. And now you're defunding STI screening and treatment. You're defunding women's health care because you think they don't own the rights to their body. You are defunding women's health care because your statistics are off, but you don't care. You only care about that eggplant-sized fetus whose lungs aren't even developed. If you ask me, that is the epitome of selfishness and the lack of empathy for other people, specifically women. 
Now, I personally believe that if you don't have a uterus, odories, whatever, you shouldn't have the right to make choices and laws about what they can and can't do with their own body because it doesn't affect you. But it does affect the people who have to live with your decisions on which you know nothing about. This has been part two on why our government is broken. If nothing has been learned, I hope that you know that you can make a change. It may seem like a small change, microscopic even, but with enough people, we can help change laws, protect our citizens and our immigrants, and preserve the basic human rights we have today.